Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month this March, and who better to share wonderful stories with us about that than our friends at Bethesda Lutheran Communities. Joining us today, Mike Thurtle, CEO for Bethesda. Mike, thanks for coming on the Coffee Hour this morning. Oh, thanks, Andy. Thanks, Sarah. Great to be here again. And you brought along a friend with you today. We have Marilyn Kalpanen. Marilyn, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Marilyn is the grandmother of Carl, and we can't wait to hear your story, Marilyn. Uh, Share with us uh, uh, your story uh, about your relationship with your grandson, Carl. Well, my grandson, Carl, and I um, have a good working relationship. And I call it working because he's a work in progress. And uh, (laughs) I'm a grandmother, a work in progress. And we're really blessed uh, in our relationship because uh, Carl's mother is also uh, a challenged adult. And she recently, in, in 2013, remarried to a gentleman that also had challenges. So um, Carl is with me because he chooses to be with me because it's very difficult uh, with his relationship with his mother and stepfather um, because their needs. And so I have their support and I am not a replacement mother. I am an assistant grandmother and I assist him in developing. And uh, it's, it's very rewarding and it's uh, very difficult sometimes to keep a balance and to remember that his needs have to come first. Um, like my father once told me, well, we know you've done it now. Prepare your children and, and your family. And that's basically um, my job is to prepare Carl to handle what life will bring him. Mm-hmm. What does your day-to-day look like with Carl? What, what does life look like for the two of you? Well, right now it's a little bit different with this pandemic, but normally uh, he has just before the pandemic happened, uh, he had finished his high school diploma at age 22. Uh, He was uh, in a basketball league. Um, We had uh, people coming in to teach him how to um, take care of himself, prepare himself for the rest of his life, um, which I was able to do for his mother. But at my age at 78, I'm probably going to run out of uh, energy someplace before my 95th birthday. And um, so that's where my blessing came in. And my blessing, I thank God every day for it, was the fact that I no longer have to worry how Carl will adjust to life. And that's our daily life is teaching him how to uh, make his bed, uh, clean up after himself without being told, um, remembering to do uh, the, the basic hygiene uh, duties of our life. And um, so that's basically what, what our daily life is like. Um, and during the pandemic, he finishes that with, uh, we watch some type of animal program or science program on PBS um, to give him some education because he is housebound. And um, that's kind of a limited scope, but I'm looking forward to when he gets his vaccinations and he's back with Bethesda. Hmm. How has, how has Bethesda been a partner to you and Carl? Uh, as you mentioned, you were concerned about the, the future and not being able to always be there for him. How has Bethesda alleviated those concerns for you? It's relieved the stress since my husband passed a few years ago. Uh, it's relieved the stress. Mm-hmm. 
uh, the worry. I have peace of mind that he will be in a group uh, with people who care, have empathy, and I've seen it. And we were lucky to be with Bethesda for almost a year before the pandemic. And he he's learning skills so that he can live independently. He functions enough so he can live independently. And um, with Bethesda's help, I know that I will have a secure environment for him for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And caring, empathetic, and, and like I can't thank Bethesda enough for their shepherding of him. Mm-hmm. And even during this pandemic, where they're not coming into the house, um, they're checking in. And I know that they will continue to be able to instruct him and help him with his medications uh, and just the day-to-day life, uh, little tweaks that you have to do because his his memory is, he has the skills, except he doesn't remember how to use them all the time. And so they will be able to work with him to make sure he remembers to take his medication. Did you do this? Did you do that? And I've seen, and I've talked with other family members at, at other uh, events where they were thankful for what Bethesda has done for their um, family members that are in their 30s and 40s. Carl's 23. So I'm anxious to see that he's taken care of for a long time. And I know Bethesda as a Christian institution will will do that. What is relationships? What is Carl's relationship like with Bethesda? Uh, what is what does that relationship look like between him and, and his providers? Well, he has, like I said, it's it's been difficult this past year, but he still stays in touch with his uh, past provider, um, and a smile always comes to his face. Mm-hmm. Um, he is eager to do things for them because of their mannerisms with him. Um, sometimes you see young people with uh, special needs close down on people that want to help them. And um, because of the skill level of the workers with Bethesda, they bring the best out in Carl. And so he's not shutting down. He's open to um, their involvement in his life. And because I have had multiple years of experience with special needs and active in the special needs community. Um, I do see adult individuals shutting down, not taking their meds, uh, not doing all that they could do because maybe the providers or the family uh, become controversial. Uh, they have conflict. And so that's what we work very hard at, no conflict. And um, so when there is conflict, I back away. I saw his workers when there was resistance to something they had the skill level to back away. Uh, they knew exactly how to implement the techniques that are needed to work with individuals uh, who have special needs and who are who have needs just like you and I have, only there's more um, resistance sometimes because they've always had to fight in their mind uh, to receive something. And they've had their fair share of bullying. And they've had their fair share of obstacles. So um, with the, the staff at Bethesda, I, I haven't seen any of that resistance. And I have worked with special needs in the school district. And I was a, a, a 
worked with the YMCA in their inclusion program for disabilities. So I'm aware of the training that you need. And I saw that training with the Bethesda staff. And I have to say that uh, when it came time for me to choose an agency for uh, Carl to, to identify with and to work with Carl, I was so impressed with uh, Tony Duarte that came to see us. And I checked with one of uh, the aides that I worked with in the school, had worked with in the, uh, the school district here. And um, she worked at a, at a house uh, that worked with disabled uh, adults. And I was so impressed with her professionalism. I called to verify that was she with Bethesda and she said, yes. And then I just called the uh, regional center here in California and said, you don't need to send anybody else out uh, for me to interview. I'm, I'm going with Bethesda because of their professionalism and that I had seen with the uh, people that I'd worked with. So um, like I say, Bethesda, because of their, and I really believe it's because of their faith and, and the dynamics of the re, the religion that's that's brought into working with uh, disability individuals, disabled individuals, that um, it makes a difference. And um, I see the difference. So that, that that's how I feel about it. Thanks, Marilyn. Mike, how many individuals are affected by disabilities in the United States today? Uh, literally millions, Sandy. Uh, the number is difficult to nail down, but our best guess is about 6 million people have a developmental disability based upon estimates. Um, I just want to say real quick that I, I'm in awe of Marilyn and what she's doing for her grandson. Um, I, Marilyn, thank you. Thank you for what you do. Um, it's truly an amazing walk that you have, and I really, really appreciate your story here this morning. Well, well. God bless me with some gifts, and 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 so I, I pass them on. How many, Mike? It, I know you you shared. You know the numbers are hard to to pinpoint. Any idea how many have the support they need to live independently, um, like the 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 way that Carl's receiving support? Yeah, unfortunately, not enough receive that, Andy, and that's that's one of our objectives and goals here at Bethesda is to be able to support more and more people. Um, this is a very difficult market, if you will, to economically to support people. Bethesda, like many organizations, provides is provided with, with reimbursements from the government to help support people like Carl, uh, but it's not enough. I mean, literally, we, we probably receive about 70 cents on the dollar of what it costs us to operate, so we have to, we have to raise money. Um, to be able to stay afloat. And I'm so proud of this organization. But when I stepped in as the CEO about seven years ago, we were losing north of $40 million a year. We were going out of business in a few years, and a lot of people didn't know that. But this team has done amazing work here. Um, the team in California, where where Marilyn and Carl are at, are amazing people. Um, we've actually, we're going to, we're looking like we're going to be in the black this year, meaning that we're not going to be losing money this year, which has been awesome. But we're still we're still trying to support more people, and it's hard because of COVID, because of the economy, because of a lot of issues. Um, but we are we're doing God's work here, and we're trying to help people across the country. What makes Bethesda Lutheran Communities unique in this space? So I believe, Sarah, that our value proposition is is tightly coupled to our Christian beliefs, just like Marilyn said, and I'm glad that shines through. Because I truly believe that's what it's about here. And what it's about to us 
in this organization is that we believe, we believe it is part of our core values and principles that every single person on the planet, regardless of their intellectual or developmental capabilities, whether you've got an IQ of 150 or an IQ of 50, that you can be saved. And that the Lord has given us this opportunity to reach people, um, to help them, not just in their physical needs or their intellectual needs, but their spiritual needs. And I truly believe that separates and differentiates us from every other provider out there. Mike, share with us how Bethesda is helping us learn about developmental disabilities during this Disabilities Awareness Month and how we can increase awareness as well. There's a lot of things happening right now uh, in March. We truly believe we're leading the way on this. Um, We just had a blessing of hands for our employees. Right before I jumped on this call, uh, Billy Malden, who's a friend of ours, he's a senior advisor to our team on Faith Matters. He's also a senior chaplain at Motor Racing Outreach. And Carl had an opportunity, Marilyn's grandson Carl had an opportunity to go to a NASCAR race last year before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had a blessing of hands today for our staff. It, uh, tonight, uh, March 1st, uh, 7 o'clock Central, we're having a concert with another friend of ours named Jessica Muse. Mm-hmm. And she's broadcasting. You know, she's been on the uh, the coffee hour here too in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, she's mm-hmm. broadcasting from Cornerstone Village, our new development apartment development up in Victoria, Minnesota. As you probably remember, Andy and Sarah Jess was a American Idol finalist from a few years back, and she wrote a song for us beca- called "Because You Love Me," and it's about the people like Carl and others that we support. And it's about a, a mission of love. It's about a mission of support of people like that. Where can we find more information about all the events going on for uh, disabilities, developmental disabilities awareness month and what's happening with Bethesda? We have a website dedicated to this, Andy. It's called includeallabilities.com. All one word, includeallabilities.com. And we also have a couple other concerts coming up. I'm going to be down in Nashville next week with Johnny Cash's family. We're going to have a Christian music concert straight from the, the Cash family farm with Cindy Cash and Mark Allen, the daughter and nephew of Johnny Cash. And then at the end of the month, March 25th, we're going to have a Christian concert with Crowder. He's uh, a superstar in the Christian music world. And we'll be out at Forest Hill Church in Charlotte, North Carolina, on March the 25th at 730. But you can see all these events and the times and links to that include allabilities.com. Well, it is, uh, it's our pleasure to, to get to share these uh, great events with our listeners today and to continue to increase awareness about developmental disabilities. Mike, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Great to be here, Andy and Sarah. Thank you so much. Marilyn, thanks so much for sharing your story with us here on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.